From Magpie 24 7. It's time for the NE1 for Bacon Podcast with your hosts, Kyle Thompson and Paul Rudder. By fans, for fans. How's the bacon, did you say? What's happening, everyone? It's Kyle from. I've done it again, Paul. NE1 <laughs> Bacon Podcast. But, we'll need um, a new bloody name at this rate. We're all going to need I think Take we're all going to need a new name at this rate. I mean,. His legacy at Newcastle is House of Bacon, did you say? But that's pretty much it. I mean, we're reacting to the to the game today. We played Chelsea at home and we got beat by two goals to nil. And yet again this season for probably the sixth, maybe even seventh time. We're coming on here to say it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Should have been. Which, it's frustrating on our side as well because we've said a lot of how we feel regarding Steve Bruce. And he's not learning these lessons. And it's like, we're saying the same stuff to try and say, look, this is what we need to do. I mean, <laughs> we're fans at the end of the day. We can see this by, just by watching the team. So how does a manager with 20 years experience not plug in the gaps? I mean, this manager spent more money on players than any manager in the history of Newcastle United. And yet we're going backwards. People keep comparing him to Rafa. And rightly so, in my opinion, because Rafa had just the up front. Gale in and out with the flipping team. He had Kennedy on the wing. He had Richie on the wing. He had a midfield of um, Shelby and, and Diarmi, who up until a certain point wasn't good. Um, what a def- we had the same defence, basically, as we have now, barring Paul Dummett and DeAndre Yedlin and, uh, and Carl Darlow and Robert Eaton goal. And with that team, Rafa managed to make us a mid-table solidified Premier League side. But under Bruce, with Maximin... Uh, Callum Wilson, Ryan Fraser, uh, Almiron, um, yeah, Wilson, as I said before. Rafa's solid defensive core, he's got Debravka, he's got all these players that are capable of so much more. But we're going backwards, Paul. He says work in progress, it's regress, it's just we're we're going backwards. There's no, there's been no progress at all, mate. We've deliberately held off from doing this podcast for an hour or two afterwards because I've been out around the the streets of South Yorkshire where I'm at at the moment, drop fucking drop uh, kicking grannies just to take some fucking frustration out. Absolutely and utterly inept. I go out literally watching the match, I, I went out the room for like what 30 seconds. Came back, bang, missed the only shot at target. It's pathetic. It's limp-wristed. It is the same old shit. And for somebody who's been working for two weeks, two bloody weeks on the training ground, where yeah. is the difference and where is the goddamn reaction from the absolutely shambolic and pathetic performance down at Southampton? Yes, it was 2-0. And in, in Mike Ashley's and Lee Charlie's eyes, in the vision of their Newcastle United, they might think, well, as long as we lose, it's okay to lose, just not by too many. Well, for me and you, we'll actually give a shit about the football club. And for many other tens and hundreds of thousands around the world, and even maybe millions, not bad for a small club, is it Chris Sutton, fucking Robbie Savage, you absolute melts. Um, yeah, we, we care. We're passionate about the football club. We want something for the football club. We aren't happy with just, well, we'll lose, but not just by not too many. We're not, we don't want that mantra. Every club wants a little bit of hope, mate, and we get absolutely nothing. We get served up this dog shit sandwich week in and week out, and then we have people with, oh, I don't know, what, one brain cell, two brain cells, 
telling us that we should be grateful because we're, what, 13 for whatever we are in the table at the moment. Pathetic. Well, BT Sport showed it, mate. We've had the most... We've had the most shots at the goal this season. Our goalkeeper's made the most saves this season. We've had the least shots at an opposition goal this season. The least shots, shots on target at, a, at an opposition goal this season. I mean, we're the worst in every department, mate, it is. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, um, would would demand this, would demand that. Just a team that would be able to, you know, compete. I wasn't expecting to be Chelsea the, of the day. But I was dreading the Chelsea game, Paul, because I knew it would we wouldn't learn with lessons. And I told you after the Everton game, if we can kick on, we can improve. But I'll not so I'm not celebrating one win anymore because I know what's yeah. around the corner now, Paul. And what's Maybe been around we, the corner? Yeah. Southampton, Chelsea, two two no losses. And to be honest, mate, both of them could have been five or six, maybe even should seven. Have been. Should have been Could again. Be. It's Bruce's luck. It's more jam than fucking Hartley's. That man, he really, really does. And no, we don't want. To, obviously, any club would want Champions League and winning uh, stuff left, right, and centre. We're not absolute deluded morons. Quite frankly, I'd be happy with more than one or two shots at home per game. I'm sick of this. Oh, we're playing against the big boys. It sounds absolute school ground. Pathetic. Where's the inspiration? Where's the organisation? I'm sick of the, the verbal diarrhoea that's coming out of Steve Roof's fucking mouth. And I tell you what, he's got nothing between the ears as well. He needs to take himself and the rest of Steve Castle and fuck off out because he calls himself a jolly mate. If you've got any pride about yourself, your family, your, your legacy, if you want to call it that, from your playing days, certainly maybe, then pack your bags and fuck off. It, it's enough that. now. It is yeah, enough it is. to it be is. able to stomach. It is. I mean, we've be, we've made. Like, it, I give him the benefit of the doubt for the first year, right? And I've I've said, you know, we're given this, give him give him a chance. But I think he's had that chance now, Paul. And it's just a clear, it's just a clear. We're going backwards, and the alarm signs yeah. are there for when Steve McLaren was here. When they're not addressed then we will yeah. suffer. And I can see this man seriously relegating us. We might we might be seven, six points from the relegation zone now, but the way we're playing, Paul, I don't see we're winning any yeah. of the next six or seven games. And we could easily be tied into that relegation zone. And I tell you what, if we end up in that relegation zone with the level of fight that we had today, I can see we're easily dropping, mate. And it's like... When are we going to learn? When it, it's, it's Steve Wednesday, He's not going to learn, mate. I mean, usually with these shows, I like the we like to go through the game and and what we like and what we didn't like. There's no positives. I mean, Steve. I mean, Newcastle social media put up on uh, Steve Bruce on the positives. What positives? What? Well, first shot on goal was in the 78th minute, and the only half chance that we had was Sean Longstaff hitting the bar. Other than that, it was it was a Chelsea training session. It was absolute bullshit all the way through we, the game. We could have. I tell you something, right? In in the both halves, we could have hired out one half at St James's Park. We could have used it for animal grazing because it was that empty. We could have sold it off for fucking property development. We could have done out because it wasn't being used. I I I nearly I was if it wasn't my club, I'd have been laughing my head off. One of the social media people put uh, Newcastle get into the Chelsea half, but then commit a foul. I thought, yeah. That's, that's a fucking nosebleed territory moment, isn't it? No wonder you've had to comment on that. 
It's absolutely pathetic. There's no style of play. There's no plan A. Never mind a plan B, C, D, or whatever. And we've got an arrogant, cocky little bastard. And his son keeps coming out. The Newcastle fans, oh, they're a bunch of keyboard warriors and this, that, and the other. I'm telling you now, if that was full today, you'd have 50,000 singing, you don't know what you're doing, you're getting sacked and all that. It reminds me, it would have been Allah the Bournemouth for Steve McLaren in his last game, if you remember that that one. Yeah. Um. He should bank his lucky stars. There's no fans in that ground at the moment. He should want it to continue on this lockdown because Geordie's been inside of that stadium at the moment. They would be literally being for blood. He'd have more than cabbages to fucking worry about. Let me tell you that. Yeah, People are sick. And these so-called experts that maybe look at Newcastle for 30 seconds a week or something like that. We're not a big club. We're not this. We're not that. We're not the other. Well, we're not asking for Champions League. Robbie Savage was well the one to be pushing on towards the Europa League. We're realistic. I I take fourth bottom now, but with just a little bit of hope and a little bit of, of something and having a go. And you know what the strange thing is, right, mate? If you give Chelsea all of the ball, they're going to hurt you because they're a good team. They're a very good team, right? The only way that you can hope to get anything against the likes of a Chelsea is by getting some of the ball. And, and the thing is, I've heard people say, well, Steve, Steve Bruce is getting a rough ride and Rafa didn't, blah, blah, blah. If Rafa had played as bad consistently as what this cabbage heed bastard is doing, he'd have got exactly the same but the fans bought into it because they could see beyond the performances, beyond some of the results, beyond the likes of having Hosselu up front, because you knew and you trusted him. I wouldn't trust him with anything. He is absolutely inept. Yes, mate. I wouldn't trust him to run as a bath. <laughs> Do you know what no. I mean? He's he's that flipping. He's that inept. I mean, it's the same shit every week, Paul. I'm sick of repeating myself. I really am. I mean, the team today yeah. didn't scream any ambition at all. Five at the back again. Five at the back, I've said before, can work if used correctly. But you you messaged me during the game, and I think you summed it up best, mate. We're a defensive team that can't defend. defend I mean, yeah. at times we're so open. I mean, Bruce was saying we started well. Chelsea could have been 3 0 up in 10 minutes. They scored one goal. And Dalwat to make two really good saves. Uh, one down to his low left, and, yeah. and one that one that was hit with pace. Adam and he had to tip over the ball. Many a goal. What's he watching? What the fuck is he watching? It's, it's like I, I don't. I honestly don't know what he's watching, Paul. It's like it's really it's really infuriating because he's saying, "Oh, well, we're trying to do this," and and he's saying, "Off, oh, we're going to be working hard Monday morning." Hold on a minute. So you're going to give him <laughs> Sunday off after that? The hard work should have started 18 months ago when you came through the door, man. We've done nothing but go backwards since. We've signed the players to try and steady the ship and stay where we are, but we haven't. We're, we're regressing even with better players. And who's the man? Who, it, it, the book stops at, and I think it's Steve Bruce. And for me, he's got to go. I don't care if anybody disagrees disagrees with us now. I don't. If if you nope. if you can take fucking Lee Downey as well with him. Honestly, mate, if, if there's anyone listening that's pro Steve Bruce, get in touch. Tell us why you tell us why you should be in charge. Give us a reason. Because at the minute there's no reason. There's be five, six, seven times this season where we could have been beat by six or seven goals. We'll we don't threaten the opposition's goal, we'll just sit back, but we've got no purpose in sitting back. We'll just get pelted. We'll shot yeah. every game. Every game, mate. It's so 
so infuriating. It is. And, and if you give teams like Chelsea the ball, they are going to hurt you. Why are we incapable of keeping hold of the football? Why can we not have a tactic or think of something to be able to come up with a system to be able to give somebody a game? Who the fuck let Florian Lejeune go over to Spain for the season? What's happened to Fabian Cher? What's happened to, to to the defenders that, that were really solid on, on, under Rafa? What, they were what's what's happened to Rafa? It, it, they, they were getting coached under Rafa, mate. They were getting the, the new the set of instructions really? of what to do under under Bruce. It's like, oh well, just stand in front of the goal. And I mean, Ferry Fernandez last couple of weeks against Southampton, Dyer against Chelsea today, Dyer against Man United, Dyer. He's starting to fall under the wayside as well. And do you know what? He's probably the most consistent performance that we've had since he signed for the team. But he even he's fallen yeah. under the wayside well, under look, the, look the, look the pathetic manager. Look at Lejeune, right? He looked he looked like a right uh, bloody donkey in car, didn't he? When he was at Newcastle and under Bruce uh, towards the end. Thrown at the deep end, expected to play three or four games over a week when you'd been out for months and months and months and months. Goes to Spain and looks like a Rolls Royce of a, uh, of, a, of a defender. And, and it's all over. What's happened with ASM, mate, since he's had that new contract and stuff? Miggy on the bench again. Uh, and it makes me laugh. They were like, well, he's flown around the world. Yes, first class, private jet. It's not like it used to be. He's not going on fucking, I don't know, a fucking boat. Or he's not he's not going on a, on a passenger plane and stuff like he's that. Not, he's hardly swimming, the, he's hardly swimming the channels, is he? Exactly. So come on, don't. Don't give me these tired excuses and tired cliches. I'm sick and tired of excuses at Newcastle. And I, I tell you something, right? When Steve Bruce goes, take Charlie with him because Charlie's the one who keeps putting in these inept, pathetic, under-skilled um, morons to charge, you know, to, to lead the club. He may be a nice man. He may be. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. My milkman's a nice lad. The window cleaner, he's a great bloke. Yeah? It does not mean for a second that they are qualified to lead the football club. There's there's literally, we've got a talented bunch, a talented squad there, and I can't believe, like, yeah. it's it's like he's been given a Formula 1 car and he can't keep up with Lewis Hamilton. Yet Rafa Benitez was given a push bike and still managed to stay on the same lap as, you know, large parts of the rest of the grid. Exactly, so man. there's been no, no level playing field the comparisons between him and Rafa are absolutely crazy. Nobody's had as much money as Steve Bruce. And, and it's been spent, by and large, on decent footballers. You can't say it's, it's, a, it's a, a bad team and you can't say that you would expect... I mean, every so often, maybe a 20-odd percent uh, match or something like this. Every so often, maybe the, a, a bad game or a bad result or a, 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 a blip in the road. But like you said... We're consistently dog shit. Well, even when we win, even when we get a draw, mate, we dog shit. We were dog shit against Spurs. Wolves, we got a point. Yeah. We were dog shit. Take it the last season against Everton. Me and you were both down at Woodison Park, right? We sat there yeah. throughout the entire 90 minutes. It was fucking turgid shit. But the last two minutes made up for everything else and papered over the crack. You named to me a complete performance that we've seen from Bruce. Tell me where the progression 
and things are getting better. Tell me where the hope is. You can't. Nobody can. And if one of these cruel Bruce's wants to come on, I'll send you to the nearest doctor because you need psychological help. If there's any pro Bruce out there, you're mad. You're absolutely fucking crazy. It, it has is. to stop before the games it, run out and, and, and somebody else is brought in and they're given the shit games that we have you know, little chance uh, to, you know, to, to get in. Get raid straight away. We've got five games now against realistic opposition. We need at least three wins, mate, or we fucked. Three wins to pull away from the, the to keep us yes. to stay away from the relegation zone because we need the to get to twenty points. Do you know what I mean? We, we do need yeah. to get to that halfway point between staying up and like to build on what you say, mate. We have got a really talented squad there. I mean, Cal Wilson's the best striker I think we've had since either Remy or Demba Ball. Um, Fraser's a breath of fresh air when he's on the field. Miggy, when playing in an attacking team, I think could really show what he could do. Ansit Maximin's so naturally thing, gifted. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got some hard Sean. work in midfielders that are potentially could kick on to be more. You've got a solid defensive core there. Some talented up-and-comers like Jamal Lewis in the team. And there's so much potential there, yet we look so far behind. It's It's unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? And, so, and so with those talented players, mate. And with those talented players, play them in the right fucking positions, will you? When yeah, is he going to sit there and realise that, for example, Sean Longstaff is a number 10? When's he going to sit there and realise that ASM is not a centre forward? When is he going to realise? When he's going to wake up? When is he going to smell the coffee? When is he going to start playing players in their proper, right and best positions to get the most out of them? You're just pissing against the wind with this uh, fellow in charge. You really, really are. And like I say, you, you'd go out and you fucking dropkick grannies daily just to fucking cheer yourself up after that absolute shower of fucking diarrhea that has gone down. And and you said it the best. It's like dreading watching Newcastle play. It is. I, I, because I even if you get a result, it, oh, it, it, it's worse than going to the fucking dentist at the moment. It's worse than all of that. Because I knew, you know, we, I, I knew we would play like that the day. The day I knew, I, I, you know, I'm not one for predictions, Paul. But I was saying to everyone that I knew could be three, four. The day could be five or six, and it could have been, mate. It could yeah. have been knowing that we would just sit back and just accept it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like under a, a previous manager, like a Rafa, be like, oh, well, maybe if we can get with tactics right, something might happen. But under this man, it's just like it's a write-off before it even starts. And lo and behold, I'm right. Yes, the score was only 2-0, but Chelsea will be disappointed that they only scored two, mate. And, and yeah, Bruce they haven't had the break sweat, mate. They haven't had the break sweat. Use the excuse of our important players, Wout, like Callum Wilson. What like, I'm not be, I know Callum Wilson's a fantastic striker, and I, and I do really like Callum Wilson, but what would he have done today? Held the ball up. For 25 minutes while the rest of the team run up the field and in fact the wind the amount of times that nobody ran or anything like that or nobody looked motivated i mean i don't know if you've noticed me i was going to cover this in the next podcast because that's coming out um in the next couple of days we'll sum up like the international break and all the news with the takeover and stuff but them like miggy used to smile all the time now he doesn't he's just he's just running through the motions like everybody else because he, he must yeah he, you can't yeah. tell me as a player I mean I doubt if I doubt a player's listening but if a player is listening you can't tell me you enjoy playing under this heap of shit 
You, you, you can't tell me you can't. It, it's so, so bad to watch. And so I can't imagine how when he's sitting in the dressing room saying, oh, well, you know, we need to sit back. We need to, we need to hope that they don't play too well. Otherwise, it's going to sweep our side. It's just so embarrassing. I mean, if I was a Maximin or an Almiron, I would be on the phone asking again. If I had no like, blood relation, basically, in Newcastle or a religious feel towards Newcastle, I would want to play for it. No way. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're shocking. The manager's 20, 30 years out of date. I mean, it's it's so bad, Paul. I mean, trying to get a... Like, there's two stats that sum up this game for me. Who scored have said um, we made one tackle in the first half and Kurt Zuma, Chelsea's uh, centre-back, made two I've less passes than our entire squad in the first half. That tells you all you need to know. Their centre-back, a centre-back who's been relegated with Stoke, in my opinion, pretty bang-average defender, and he's nearly passed more in one half of football than the entire Newcastle United squad. That's embarrassing. It is. I mean, you can yeah. sit you can sit, shut up shop, but when we had the ball, Paul, we had no purpose to go forward, and it's time and again. It's when do you press, when do you not press. It's known when to do the right things. And yet Chelsea made loads of mistakes and give openings, but we never we never pressed them enough to even even make them make more mistakes. Because Chelsea weren't we're not even trying this. Chelsea yeah. didn't even get out of first gear today. They weren't even out of first gear and they just drifted to a two-nil win and it could have been five or six. Like Yeah, it's, 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 it's easy as you want. No coming off coming off an international, it's as easy as you fucking want playing Newcastle. It fill is. your boots up, lad. Fill your boots up. We we it's can't incredible. we can't pass. We can't, we can't pass, we can't shoot. I, I tell you what, based on, on recent stuff, we can't even fucking defend. And I tell you what, no. one lad I do feel sorry for, Carl Bloody Darlow, goodness me, he's earning his corn. He's probably the only one who is. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> again, mate. I mean, I put a post up on uh, the, the socials before we went, before the game started, before the team when it was put out, actually. Carl Darlow, hope. Because that's that's the only hope we have. He has to have an yep. absolute storm for what to get a point, man. And he made a few brilliant top top saves today. And it all counts for nothing, mate. Because we're out the game, nine minutes in, game set match done. Because when yep. when the score, I was like, well, what we're going to do now? It's done. It's finished. We're, we're not we're not going to hang I, I on. I tweeted out. out straight away. Ten minutes. I went game over. That's yep. it. You game knew it. Match. Just that, like the Southampton game. The, the score early and that was it out of the game totally yeah it's so depressing they know yeah they know I mean you know what the thing is under Rafa people used to say oh if you get down Newcastle's um right back you know our, our right side to their left um you'll you'll get joy you'll get joy now it's just literally open season just, just go at them go, go yeah. at them fill your boots that's all you need to tell um but we uh, I, I'd hate to say we'd even stuck in our ways but the thing is you can't even say it's an old-fashioned type of football or this, that, and the other. It's purely down to the mentality from the manager, the organisation from the manager, the book stops. The only person who wants to keep him in a job at the moment is Mrs. Bruce because, he, you know, at the end of the, he peaks after a minute and a half and it's probably better for Mrs. Bruce that he's out of the house so he's not getting under her feet. And that's the top and bottom of it. Everybody else with a, an ounce of common decency and common sense once him gone. And all I would say is, obviously, 
Charney isn't the bravest of persons, but you've got to be bold and decisive once in your pathetic little existence because there's another person who's the best advert in the world for having a wank because if his parents have had a wank on that bloody fearful night, we wouldn't be putting up with him at the moment. Uh, but he needs to get rid of him before it is too late. Um, this entire season, I don't get you can blame it on no fans being in, this, that and the other. I'm telling you something. When that stadium's open, and I'm praying it's very, very, very soon from what's being said by the government and stuff like that, it may be next month. Can't wait to get in there. Hope we're one of the, the lucky ones who are able to go in along the first batch of the reduced uh, attendance because I will make my feelings absolutely crystal, crystal, uh, you know, clear. The man has to go. Take Lee Charlie with you both a bunch of useless bastards and take the coaching team as well because if that's a team that's been coached for a fortnight since that Southampton game, like I said, I have seen zero difference between what happened against uh, Southampton down at St Mary's and what happened today. It was rinse, repeat, fuck the Geordies and all that. Um, nothing, mate. Where where was the response that we were promised and, and this, that, and the other? All we've done is picked up maybe a few more injuries there wasn't and, one. Uh, there was we no were response. Like... No response at all. I mean, who would you say our best player was today? Like, does any spring to mind? Uh, personally, I think whenever Maximum was on the ball, he tried to make something happen. Or maybe when he came on, he tried to press a defence by himself and he tried yeah, to make think... things happen. But Good barring point. that, now comes to he, mind. He did more. He did more in ten minutes, mate, than the rest of them did in the in the previous what eighty minutes, seventy five minutes, whatever it was. I didn't look at the exact time. Um, Joe Linton, you, you can't really judge the lad. He's absolutely fed on on scraps. A forty million pound Bruce approved uh, striker. Um, I mean, Chelsea must have been shitting themselves looking at Jeff Hendrick, Andy Carroll, and, and uh, seeing Joe Linton leading the line up front. All I would say is, is that when you do make substitutions, you're taking off somebody who could potentially fire a cross in or do something to create a chance. I, the substitutions, once again, absolutely baffle me. Carl Darlow, I, I just feel sorry for him. He's been thrown in at the deep end. He knows he's not the number one choice. He's performed heroics. He's been uh, ignored by the international manager, a little waistcoat bastard, Gareth Southgate, and his agenda against Newcastle. Um, we've got the world against us, mate. We're fighting the, we're fighting the Premier League. We're fighting the authorities. We're fighting Spurs. We're fighting Liverpool uh, and the likes. We're fighting bureaucracy uh, across the game. We've had to fight about this pay-per-view shenanigans. Yeah. We're having to fight against our owner our MD fighting against our manager. The club is in a mess. And if somebody doesn't put their foot on the pedal and take control and be decisive, then we are going to be up um, shit creek without a paddle. Look at some of the other clubs. You telling me, right, looking at the likes of even Brighton and stuff, they're playing better football than what we are, mate. And at the end of the day, if we were to play the likes of a, of a Brighton and Aston Villa and Leeds, I would, and I'm worried, because they've got more fight and they've got more tactics about them and more belief and more spirit and, and, and different ways to be able to hurt you. We haven't got even one way. I not suppose our only way is to sit back, soak it up, hit the ball long and hope and pray for some of that uh, world-famous Brucey magic. And I'm interested to see how his son defends him uh, this time because it has to get to the stage where you can't defend the, the indefendable, uh, you know. Um, but we are we are desperate. We are shocking. Um, 
this in all, I mean, I, I turned 40 last weekend and in all of the time that I've seen Newcastle play and I've seen some tripe, some tripe managers, this is up there. Uh, it's Carver-esque. It's um, Insomnia. It's all of that sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's Kinnear-esque. Yeah, it, it is that level mate, for me. We've got the circus, mate. We've got we've got the circus, and we we're clearly being run by fucking clowns. Yeah, that's it. And for me, at the forefront is Mike Ashley, Lee Charnley, and uh, Steve Bruce. For me, I mean, yeah. In terms of a performance, mate, it's it's rinse and repeat from the Southampton game. No lessons have been learned at all. Same formation, same drab display, but. The question I'd want to ask you, mate, is do you think the players are, are playing for them? Because I, I, I think they've, they've lost it. I mean, you look at the team under Rafa, that, the, the little clip that does the rounds always is that tackle thing against the Leicester, where, the, where yeah. they're putting their bodies in front of foot and everything and fighting for every ball. And then you've just got that one tackle in the first half. One tackle. One tackle. Like, no, there's no motivation. Um, yeah, there might be. That goes show what you can do, mate. Well, that's exactly what you can do with a little bit of fight, spirit, organisation, and a pair of balls. But at the moment, the players have got the balls in their fucking purses or tucked between the legs or something like that. And Steve Bruce is on there, and he's as clueless as they come. That performance against Leicester to me is a benchmark. You can be a so-called smaller team going against a bigger team. Just put a twatten shift in. Just show something. Fight for the badge. Fight for literally a bit anything. Absolutely anything. Well, as Steve Bruce will put it, mate, the fans are always grumbling. I couldn't actually believe that one. I mean, he's going on as if we've got nothing to moan about. I mean, <clears throat> the vast majority of Newcastle fans are saying the same thing. Then usually they're right. Do you know what I mean? And this manager, for me, has got to go. Um, he's, he's on borrowed time for me, Paul. I mean, if... If we don't pick up anything in the next five games, we'll be in the, we'll be near or thereabouts towards the bottom three, and then maybe it, it's going to take us being yeah. in the bottom three though for Mike Ashley to take a look up and go, oh maybe maybe there is a problem here because he'll just see we're sixteenth, uh, seven points away from the drop, no problem, keep Steve Bruce in a job. That's what he'll think. It's yeah, it's beyond belief, man. I mean, you've only got to watch the Spurs game, in. Only got to see the Spurs game yeah. when you sat there. And he rubbed his hands and clapped and was smiling and laughing. Uh, at the end of that game, that tells you everything you need to know about Mike Ashley and his viewpoint. The entertainment, he's not interested in entertainment. He gets turned on by fucking spreadsheets, mate. And Lonsdale bastard socks. <laughs> um, you know, good quality football, hope, progressing the football club, making it better, leaving a legacy, doing all of these sort of things. They, they don't interest Mike Ashley. Why why invest fifty million pounds when you might only get one player some extra higher in the league or this that and the other? This is that's that's the ruthless bastard who, who owns the club. Um, uh, got all relegated twice. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and, and it could be a hat trick. Could be a hat trick this season. I've said it before, mate, and I'll say it again. Steve Bruce epitomises what Newcastle is under Mike Ashley. No hope, no idea, and that's it. I just hope. If new owners are going to come in, and we'll give our input on that in the next podcast that we do, um, that'll come out Monday or maybe even Tuesday. But um, my the the input from us on that is, it's just we need a fresh start. We need a new manager. We need Can't a new owner. Enough. 
we need we need new everything there because when we do go back to ground yeah. to Steve Bruce and Mike Ashley still there, it's gonna be pretty to- it's gonna be pretty toxic in that ground like and I don't think with how long we've waited because of this virus stuff, I don't think it w- it warrants that kind of return. I wanna go back and everything be hunky dory, happy as day and people with tears in their eyes in the stand at the at the, at the sound of the roaring Jordy's um hammering on the team but there's nothing much really more I've got to say regarding this one, Paul. It's just sucked the energy yep. out of us. It is this the I, I knew this was gonna happen going into the into today. I just knew had a ho- horrible feeling that Chelsea were gonna rip one you asshole and that they did. But unless you've got anything to add, mate, that I'll just wrap it up there. Like No, I mean do I mean the only thing is, Pete and, and I've had this question thrown at me a couple of times since I've had um friends, relations, random uh folk on on on, on uh, twitter and and everything just come out and and say well who, who would you get in who would be better i've already said i think my, my yeah. milkman my window cleaner would be better than the lad we've got in at the moment but to me and eddie how would be a, a, a perfect one but i don't know who you think if you've got any uh other suggestions about somebody that they could bring um, in stabilize the place and, and maybe do a decent job going forward I think Eddie Howe won an interim contract, mate, at the end of the season. It means it gives him time to get the takeover sorted. We've got a manager that actually knows what he's doing and is a bit in touch with reality, unlike Bruce. And then get to the end of the season, if a takeover happens, offer either offer him a new deal or go in another direction. Or if the takeover doesn't happen, then leave it with Eddie Howe, whether he wants to stay or not under the regime. But I think... Uh, the the set of players would suit his philosophy, would suit his formation, suit his tactics. Whereas under Bruce, will never amount to anything more to what he's done in the past, which is thirty twenty nine percent win record over his whole career. Worst manager over three hundred games in Premier League history, and maybe will win one in every five or so games. But other than that, mate, that's that's what we've got to look forward to under Bruce. So for me, Bruce got to go. And get Eddie Howe in on an interim basis, mate. But that's that's me. Yeah, I think it, it's it's pretty much him, him or, or, or bust. Because you look around and you look at some of the the older heads, you know, like um, like Chelsea used to. Uh, they used to get rid of a manager and they'd bring a Rafa Benitez, uh, Rafa Benitez in, or they'd bring uh, you know a European powerhouse, um, you know, name in to be able to come in, get that respect instantly, uh, and then obviously move 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 the club on. But uh, yeah, to me, I can't, I can't see past him. I don't think there's anybody else who's better. Uh, I do worry that there's some absolute dog shit managers out there who's out of work at the moment. A la Alan Pardew, a la Mark Hughes of the world. You know, all those sort of uh, managers, cheap, cheerful, yeah. and we'll just be happy to work with Mike Ashley. My only issue is, um, I would hope that Andy Howe would come and still work with the absolute rats who run Newcastle. That's a huge, huge issue, but. Uh, at this point, I would throw at him any contract it would take just to be able to get him in, and, and to give just to reassure the fans that we've been through so much with this takeover and everything else that yeah. if ever a fan base needed a little bit of reassurance, a little bit of hope, a little bit of there are brighter times ahead, then it is Newcastle fans. Despite and regardless to what those two little gutless pricks said on BT. Uh, maybe they need to be locked in a room with Jake Humphrey for a while because I just say I take my hat off to him. Not that I like to wear hats. I'm not that you know. I'm not that tight mate. 
don't like going around wearing hats all the time and being hats obsessed. Um, but if I did have a hat on, I would uh, take it off for Mister Mister Jake Humphrey. He's absolute royalty as far as I'm concerned in um, broadcasting, talking a little bit of common sense. Um, you know, a beacon in a sort of sea of absolute shite. Um, but it's another down day, and I just hope that we get a win shortly, just to spark something up. But I've got no confidence because the brand of football, mate, is turgid. I think that to wrap up the podcast, mate, it's just two simple words: Bruce out. That's that's the perfect way to end it for me. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way I'm gonna end it, mate. Um, we'll have a podcast coming out in the next couple of days regarding uh, like the update regarding the takeover that we've heard and uh, and all the other stuff in between, Miggy Almiron and all that stuff, and as well as an update from from um, from Magpie Twenty Four Seven perspective as well. But this being the Anyone for Being podcast, uh, joined by from me, Kyle Thompson, and Paul, obviously. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you on the next one, everyone. It's been a frustrating one, but uh, on uh, hopefully next couple of games we can bring you a more positive podcast but um yeah catch us in a bit everyone yeah keep it tuned